late because it is 8.31 p.m. Tuesday, September 21st, 2021. The last day of summer here in the Northern Hemisphere. This is the Fakeologist speaking. This is episode FAK380. I know I almost never announced the episode number. I don't know if it's a good idea or a bad idea, but we titled it Marcus and Bob for the simple reason that we have Marcus and Bob here. So let me get right into the show because we're having technical issues with one of the guests, but we, as always, have Marcus here on time and sounding good. Marcus, hello. Reporting for duty, sir. Hello, everyone. And as far as uh, Bob goes, if he just has a cell phone from what it sounds like, mm-hmm. don't, don't you have a call-in number? Well, that's the other part of the story. Um, the the VoIP service I'm using is uh, under is being DDoSed right now as we speak. <laughs> it's been a week, and if you go to their Twitter, I'll give you the Marcus loves doing research. Their Twitter is VoIPMS, I believe. Okay, and they've been being they've been attacked for the last five days. So whoever's doing it to them is completely destroying their business. <laughs> it's really yeah, disgusting. It's horrible, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's really, I think it's a pretty substantial business. Now, obviously, they've made some technical... Made, they haven't done their technical homework, because if, if someone can DDoS you to death, then that's not good. Yeah, and then that's the thing. Like, Cloudflare offers a pretty robust free DDoS protection. Mm-hmm. And but, they just switched to it. They, 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 during their tsunami of DDoS attacks, they switched to Cloudflare to try and get things going. But mm-hmm. I don't think it's working. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to get Bob on the phone, but I you can try calling in, Bob. The number is 902-400-1984, but I can't dial out. But you can try and dial in, but I I don't think you're going to get through. Because What's your American number? I'll try on my end to see if it's working. It's 810 oh, Hold on, hold on. You're too fast. So far. Right. I got to make sure it's open. I don't even think I can log, log into the um, dashboard. Let me try. Because they are just being slaughtered right now. Oh, and they have to fill out a caption now. That's great. This is great radio, by the way. Let's talk technical crap all night long. We we promise it'll be worth the wait. So yeah. stay tuned. Actually, well, I'm not kidding. I got I got some bombshell stuff to talk about. So yeah, definitely worth the wait. Or or go to the bathroom or get a uh, go get a coffee or yeah. whatever you're, you're into and well, come back in a couple control minutes. Panel, so that's good. Let me just change the. Um... Okay, it's still on. Okay, let me just change it to the call queue. See if Marcus can get through. Yep. I'm ready for your number. 810. 1-810. 666-666. 1-984. 19-84. Which was published in 1949, the book. Oh, I thought it was 1948. No, it's 49. Busy. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I, that's what I was getting when I was calling out. You could try again, but I doubt you're going to get through. But you could try. So, Bob, you can call. Try. Your call should not be completed at this time. Please. 
Bob, Not you can try 902-400-1984. Now, I don't have a Skype number anymore. I gave it up a long time ago. And Bob, uh, Bob, Bob doesn't have a microphone. How's that possible in this day and age? Oh, that's really annoying. How about Telegram? Didn't you talk on Telegram with him? Um, but Telegram need no. I could no, no. This wasn't on Telegram. But can't you oh, patch te Telegram in? Mm, well, Bob, if you want to call Telegram, you can try. Well, no, you have to. Can what do you have to do? You have to join a, a, an audio on Telegram. You could try that. Mm, but uh, that doesn't have a phone number. Well, if you have a cell phone, Bob, you can just Skype. Get Skype account. Yeah. Or just log into the Discord. Speak11.com forward slash Discord. Yeah, sorry, guys. We should have brought... We should have um, set this up before, but I had to go get my exercise, and I wasn't really well prepared. And uh, I didn't think the phone would be out. This has been a week. So that really sucks. Anyway, how you how you been doing, Marcus? How's your week been? Uh, Stressful. Yeah, feeling stress here too. Yeah, Tomorrow. so tell me so tell me about that. I thought it was today that everything starts with you, but now you're you just about to said tomorrow. Well, yeah, it's it's 9:22. For some reason, yeah, it's 9:22 it starts. Mhm. Mm Max pass. Okay. That's when it starts and something happens on 10:22. Can't tell you what it is cuz I don't know. So they up the game on 10:22, so maybe we're just getting the introductions. So we're getting the yeah, that's all I know. I'm purposely not really engaging with the what they're going to be doing, but yeah, we you can feel the stress in the air for those that are aware. Now, I talked to um, a guy out of town uh, where I went to pick up my daughter and bring her back home. So she's back, thank God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the things that occurred to me is I thought, you know, we are hyper aware of what's going on in our world. But I wonder how many people in the real world are absolutely oblivious to what's going on. So I asked, I asked the guy in the building she was in, I said, do you have any idea what's happening on 922? He said, no, what do you, what, what's going on? Yeah, they're bringing in Vax passports. They're going to start. He said, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, totally clueless. So my idea is there's going to be many people that are just going to walk in to their favorite store and a big hand is going to go up and say, show me your papers. And they're going to be stunned. So what do you think of that? Do I think don't think they'll are? be stunned at all. No, they'll be like, okay, so what do you need? Oh, you need, you need the, the COVID card. Oh, I left it at home. Well, we'll let you come in this time. Yeah. But next time on the uh, 1021. Yeah. It, it's for real Z as you like to say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's, what's going to happen. Yeah. Because that's what they do with the mask. If you remember, they, it's like, well, you need a mask. Oh, well, we can get you a mask. Oh, well, next time. We'll let you do it this time, but next time you need to do this. I may have got through. Well, oh, no. Well, maybe. Oh, hello, hello. Hey, Bob, you're there. Yeah, I've been trying to call your number. Doesn't uh, doesn't let me get through, but you're able to get back to me on the, what, the 666 number. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, well, that's the American number. I have it on my call display, 10 Yeah, then the phone service has been down for a week. They're under attack. So if our, if our call goes down, don't blame me. 
<laughs> we have a connection. Say hi to Marcus Allen from EscapeTheNewNormal.com. Hey, are you there, Bob? He just dropped. <laughs> oh, I'm telling well. you, he doesn't like me. I'm telling you. I'll just keep dialing him. I'll just keep dialing. This will be the funniest. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, Marcus, yeah, I've been listening to you two guys talking for two episodes today, so I kind of feel like I know you a little bit now. Oh, good. Good. And, and um, I'm, I was super impressed with the call you did with Tim last time, but I was beyond impressed when you said, did you say you're 62 years old? I uh, just turned 65. I didn't know that was actually recorded and broadcast. <laughs> uh, all calls. <laughs> let me, re- re- let me read. Oh, that's no problem. I figured it was a possibility. No problem. I, uh, I didn't, uh, Bob, I didn't it was, Bob the information. I, I always record all my calls. So everybody knows I try and tell everyone up front. I record all my calls. Now, some of them yeah. are not interesting. So I don't play everything, but of course you were extremely interesting and we went for a couple hours, so it would be negligent of me to not publish it. Oh no, that's all good and stuff. I'll have to try to look it up. I, uh, I don't you'd like to listen to my own, so my own person, uh, own voice talking but I'll to try it out. <laughs> so you're 65 years old. Yeah. I'm only uh, a couple years younger than Ricola and, uh, yeah, he sounds good too. Yeah, that's very impressive. I mean, I, I I would never have guessed even fifty years old or forty years old. You sound fantastic. Well, like I was telling you before, with bioidentical uh, sauce and uh, and of course Amanda Vollmer's a magic potion of DMSO. You can drive it into the most transdermable parts, if you know what I mean. So. Yeah, I, I do <laughs> I know what you mean. Find out about that because if it can cure type one diabetes, I'm all for it. I don't know what it is, so I don't. I have no idea, but I don't want to make this about different things, uh, different health. I don't want it to be a yeah. health show, but yeah, that's something I am interested in. Yeah, high D, high D, lots of D3s. Yes, you're big on the vitamin D, and now now that things are getting dark in the Northern Hemisphere, I think we have to start ed- taking our vitamin D, don't we? Yeah, that's right. I was out today in the, in the backyard because it's warm enough in the sun, but, uh, but yeah, no, I... Uh, I definitely take a 50 thou cap at least every Saturday. And then the guy that runs vitamin D wiki.com, he takes one every Wednesday and Saturday. So he takes a hundred thou a week. Wow. Let me just say hi I to do. dirty Benny skate and destroy and bad no, Saturday know. in the chat. Just shout out. I know people like to hear their and acknowledge them. So there's your acknowledgement. Hi guys. Thanks for joining. And I don't let me check fake tube. And say hi to anyone on Fakotube. But go ahead, guys. Marcus, you want to uh, lead? Yes, yeah, so I'm just. Well, I was. A, I was. A, you know, I always want to be the dumbest. I, I always teach this to my sons. I always want to be out of the five people you know. You're. You're apparently. You know, you are the five people you hang out with. And I always tell my sons, you never want to be the smartest guy in the room. You want to be the dumbest guy in the room. And after that chat that you had with Tim. I felt like the dumbest guy in the room. And I'm, and I said to Tim, I said, I would love to be the dumbest guy in the room on the next call. And that's why we're here right now. So you, you're very, you're, you know, a lot of shit. That's for sure. Yes, he does. Well, I, I've been trying to marry up the, uh, ice age now guys with the, uh, alternative, uh, eugenics guys and stuff, uh, for, since for two years here now. And I put out a pretty big email back in uh, the summer of, 
2019 to Fetzer, Jim Fetzer and Robert Felix and Rolf Witzke and oh, just there was a, you know, uh, uh, Christian uh, Westbrook or whatever, uh, uh, Ice Age Farmer and uh, and David Dubine from uh, Zap 23. Just a, this is a whole string of guys and stuff. And uh, and then I um, sort of got uh, doxed in effect on Rolf Witzke's site. Uh, on that, if you, I don't know if you looked that up or not, uh, in the uh, no, I'm sorry, I'm behind. You sent me a million links, I'm, I'm a little negligent right. right now. Yeah, if you ever go to that extraordinary evidence for uh, uh plasma astrophysics on the ice age ahead, mm-hmm. uh, Rolf uh, high linked, uh, hot linked my name and uh, an email right there and stuff. So, um, he, he said I inspired him to make that 13 part series just before he died. So, wow. I'm going to watch a seriously good um, rundown on how the universe kind of works with regard to ice ages and and cyclical nature of the universe, uh, earthwind currents and stuff like that. So, okay. Anyways, yeah, I, I spent a couple of years pretty much on ice age now, and we slid a bunch of links just like we, sort of covertly uh, into the comment section. And so about 10,000 people a day would come to that site and read all my <laughs> <laughs> Mark, are you familiar with what he's talking about with the select what what is it ice age what is the main site you go to so i can punch it in ice age now is gone now uh, robert felix wrote the two books ice uh, not by fire but by ice and the magnetic reversals and evolutionary leaps uh mm-hmm. just recently died in june and uh we published we, we sent out tons and tons of links about uh about vaccine dangers and everything and then he went and took the johnson and johnson and died do you think it was a direct result of taking the class? I, I think he had some serious arthritis problems, and uh, I'm not sure if he was like playing Spock and doing it for the good of the many or whatever. I don't know what his exact deal was on it because we were sort of like best friends online for just sending back sort of private covert jokes between each other and, and just publishing just a massive uh, amount of, uh, well, basically a lot of the stuff like what you've got on your site. Mm-hmm. So, um, so a lot of the, the guys, like even like, I don't know if you know Dick Rutan, the guy that flew around the world with the, he, he built the Quickie 2 and the, and the, you know, the, the plane that was powered by solar panels or whatever, he built that. He's a genius out of, out of the California guy, uh, air, uh, aeronautical guy. And then there's guy, you know, uh, maybe the guy from um, Veritas um, or INBA, whatever, uh, oh, um, uh, Mark Sarkus and stuff. Different. There's a bunch of different smart guys that would actually come in right uh, yeah you heard of these guys Marcus? i haven't there's so that's the one thing that i've learned that everyone is starting to to come together is there's so many little parts corners of the internet mm-hmm. that i've never heard of i mean i've been at this as you know tim for a long time yeah and all the things he's mentioning never heard of it yeah well that, you've heard of and you've had heard of ben davidson from uh, suspicious observers right uh, no no that, or, no well, that's, I mean, I know, I know Fetzer, I know Alex Jones, I know Bill Cooper, you, you know, EJ, you know, Jekyll Island guy. I know all those guys. Well, he just dropped again. I'll just, every time he drops, I'll just let you know. But I, I'm, I'm dialing right back. Sometimes it rings, sometimes it just goes straight through. So, yeah, no, uh, Davidson's site is a major link to, to space weather news kind of stuff. And then there's, uh, well, there's stuff like What's Up? What's Up? What's up or um what's up anyways it's mm-hmm. a weather site electroverse is where i i was i would check almost every day to see what the local 
tectonics and, and uh, extreme weather is like in the Southern Hemisphere or with Las pa La Palma and stuff, the island that's erupting right now over in, uh, it's actually Spain, but it looks like it's Portugal. But So, so is this electroverse.net? Yeah, that's what I'm looking at that's now. Correct, yeah. That's correct, yeah. I take, I take extensive notes, so if you got a link and you want me to put it in the show notes, just, just say the word. Yeah, electroverse.net. UK, yeah, no, UK fires up coal power plant as European gas shortage worsens, plus intense polar cold headed for New Zealand. Why Why don't they turn on their nuclear power plants, Bob? <laughs> well, you just have to it just brush the snow off the solar panels and uh, start spinning the, the windmills and stuff. Yeah, I know it's a joke. Uh, well, do you, what's your opinion on nuclear power? Well, it probably is the future. I, I know Rolf Witzke uh, figured that's where we go, we go. Once we're sort of living in water world. Uh, but why is France um, shutting down its entire, or why did Germany shut down its entire nuclear industry? Well, just like us closing all our coal power plants and stuff, it's a giant eugenics operation right now. Canada's yeah, okay. going to go right offline. And well, I have a slightly different view of nuclear. I think it's a complete hoax. And I haven't changed my mind over many, many years. I don't think I will, I will second that. I agree. It's a complete it's just it's just a storage for excess electricity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it boils water. So I mean uh, definitely you can boil water and it's a compact. Yeah, but they it's the it's the rate. source of the heat that is the lie. It's the magic rods I think aren't real. Oh no. You don't yeah. think there's nuclear subs and stuff then and you don't think uh, well you you think the earth is lie too, so <laughs> No, no, don't you can't ridicule no. me. Don't ridicule me by association. It's it's just that no. there's no extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. That's my favorite evidence. phrase of the last few weeks. Yeah, and no, and no there's no like way to prove that there's any hot rods boiling water in anything. And and I go right back to Madame Curie, which, if you say it quickly, is mercury. And we're talking yeah. about alchemy which is making something out of nothing basically or transmuting something into something else and i just don't buy into the official story of well, i went up to uranium city one time in northern saskatchewan uh, when i was about 14 years old and uh, went to a mine tour and stuff in there and uh, yeah i'm not <clears> saying they don't mine but yeah. i just don't think there are magic rocks i'm not saying they don't go to all the extent to back up the lie, it's it's a monument. It's a it's a monumental lie. Yeah, I know. I watched a video of a guy playing with a, a source one time, uh, but we use it like an oil patch all the time for like uh, uh, logging and stuff, or you know, sending out uh, you know gamma rays and, and mm -hmm. beta, uh, all the stuff into the rock and, and measure the stuff, and we get we get pictures back from uh, from the responses on the scintillometers and stuff. So. Definitely, there's something you can set a, a source on your computer, and it'll bugger up your computer because it's it's. Um, in fact, they figure maybe even a lot of the problems that people are having that they're they're half uh, radioactive mm -hmm. and stuff. A lot of this looks like radiation poisoning, and not just cracking, but other. Yeah, well, I just don't buy into the whole idea of, and it all stemmed from our research into nuclear weapons, which is a giant hoax, and then extended to yeah. all the and all. See, the problems, there's so many problems around the nuclear story that make no sense. They only make sense if the whole thing is fake. Then everything makes perfect sense. The phasing in, the phasing out. Why? Well, do you think they got gas turbines hidden in these nuclear power plants then that they're making No, 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 no. I think, as Marcus was saying, we just figure they're probably giant dump loads where when there's an excess, there's always an excess 
so there's always excess power on the grid. That's just how it can it can withstand uh, extra draw right away. So any excess power that they can't sell or trade or barter, they just boil it off. And I live right near a nuclear power plant. I haven't seen steam coming out of there for a long time, years. Yeah. So that... well, I knew there was a lot of uh, stuff that they were saying that basically Hiroshima and Nagasaki were firebombed. Right. And, uh, yeah, yeah. makes more sense, yeah. Yeah, but, they, and they look at the, a lot of this stuff. So I know I'm I'm half on the fence with regard to nuclear weapons as well. I know what you're saying. Yeah, but I I'm not. Yeah, I think they well, can make these rods heat up and stuff. I don't know. I think they, they put them in close proximity to each other when they, they can they pull them out of the drink, uh, the heavy water stuff, and then when yeah. they set them down. Close to each All other, a lie to me. All a lie. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna have to look more into yeah, that. Yeah, look see, into it. I, Look into I, it. I have an easy link. I actually just found uh, going back. We're reminiscing now, Tim. We the uh-huh. hoaxbusters call with Jesse Waugh about nuke lies, and I'm going to right. post that into the yeah. show notes. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Really, I mean, after you learn, a, after you learn that humans can easily be fooled, and he just dropped again. So I'll dial him back. After, well, I guess I'll save my. You already heard all this, so I'm not going to say it again. So when we get him back, we can talk about that or anything else, because now it's not going through easily. Boy, what a business, eh? You think that'll kill their whole business? Uh, yeah. Isn't that dirty, huh? It's it, dirty, uh, dirty. Competition is dirty, yeah. Yeah, I guess it's cheap to pay a guy or a, or a company just to, just to attack. You probably, <laughs> and it could be one of the big boys attacking him. Who, how would you know? You, you wouldn't. They got the power, the money, the resources. There's actually a trick, which I won't reveal at all publicly, mm-hmm. where you can DDoS attack any website in a click of a button for next to nothing. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you could really just wipe out your competition very quickly. Yeah. And you say Cloudflare is one way to protect, but it's okay. I mean, it's free, mm-hmm. but Cloudflare has all kinds of. They can shut you down just because they want to shut you down. I don't trust Cloudflare at all. Right. But I do use Cloudflare for my websites because then you could unhook from Cloudflare if you had. Yes. Yeah. Now I'm having a hard time getting a hold of Bob. Wow. I'm sure glad that uh, I don't rely on a phone line for a business. Wow. And whoever runs this company better figure. I don't even know how you'd back up a whole phone system network to avoid what what they're going through all right let's go to whatever topic you want to marcus i want to talk about so i have a question speaking of all this stuff that you don't believe in Mm -hmm. anytime i hear people talk to you for the first time and they talk about chemtrails and you go i don't i don't believe in them they kind of they step back and they're just blown away and then the conversation kind of gets awkward and that happened with bob so here's my here's my question for you yeah. Do you not believe in chemtrails because you don't think that persistent contrails exist? You don't think that persistent contrails have chemicals in them? What, what's your what's your your stance? I, on that? I need to see a mechanism. How would they dump tons of whatever they say they're dumping into there? To me, it's like pissing in the ocean. If I had to pee in the ocean, would anyone? Would it make any difference? Um. Uh, of course, I, I believe in contrails. I, I drive around the Toronto and the Buffalo airport. And I can see easily contrails. What There's, about, but here's the question. What about persistent contrails? 
I think it has a lot to do with just the temperature. I don't think there's anything being dumped in the air because I know that there, that the pollution that comes off an airplane, there's absolutely no pollution filters at all. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. And there, mm -hmm. I just, I think it would be like peeing in the lake. No one would even, it would make no difference. So I don't want to speak for you. However, if I was your best friend and I gave yeah. advice, which I don't, I think if you were to say, um, if people said, do you believe in chemtrails? I would probably say, I believe there are persistent contrails. Of course, they, they linger in the air for hours sure. sometimes. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Are there chemicals in there? I doubt it. And I'm with you on that. I, I agree with you on that. But when you say, I don't believe in chemtrails, I know the people I talk to behind the scenes who cross-pollinate between your website and John LeBond's okay. website and mine. They're like, Tim doesn't believe in chemtrails. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. And it's not that you, and I, and I'm with you. I, I agree yeah. with your assessment that they're probably not chem. There's no proof that chemicals are mixed into persistent contrails, but there's no doubt about that. Persistent contrails last for hours at a time. You agree with that? Yeah, for sure. Okay. For sure. Absolutely. I, I work at an airport. Yeah. yeah. A busy airport. And when it's cold, then these things time tend to persist. And now that it's getting cold, it's cold in the atmosphere all the time. I realize that and at, at different times of the year, it's cold at different altitudes, but for mm -hmm. sure I, on a, on a clear blue sky day, I can see all the contrails from even the Buffalo airport because they fly sometimes North out of Buffalo. And I, I, I can see all of that. And because a contrail at most lasts 10 seconds at most, I guess, but it depends on the temperature. No, it, no matter what, the scenario is a real contrail mm -hmm. is temp about less than it's about six seven seconds i've counted it all my life if i see something that lasts more than 10 seconds then i know it's going to turn into a cloud i for a hundred percent certain okay oh, i think we got bob back bob? okay well here we go i'm dialing as you're talking sweet yeah yeah, yeah. yeah we have I to be you yeah have to be patient on that yeah, we were just having. I just a, wanted to say something. I was listening in here. Uh, what they're blowing out the back is that coal ash, a big part of it, and I think they're actually mixing it with the people that they're putting in the blender. And I think <laughs> it's kind of a, okay. Okay, they're blending people. That's a little far out for me, Bobble. Yeah, well, there's red blood cells coming down. So if you salt, small storm uh, has uh, uh, given okay. talks like that. See, I don't, I don't think, I don't believe a lot of what Sophia Smallstorm has to say. There's a lot of nonsense that she puts out. That's true. Yeah, there's also a, a, a site that provides uh, a lot of the um, material. Uh, I can't remember the name of it now. I sent it into a website uh, into Ellen into Ellen Watt as well. But um, it's a, it's a major um, supplier of of um, like powdered aluminum and and powdered barite and stuff like that and stuff. So there's a lot of barium barite and the soils are going sky high in the top of Mount Shasta. There's a ton of aluminum, like 60,000 times the, the background, normal background and stuff. There's a, there's a bunch of stuff coming up. Plus, they're saying there's, you can watch one graphene skies with uh, Wigington. And uh, a lot of people are showing how magnetic the stuff on their windshield is now and stuff. So, um, yeah, there's lots of information with regard to, I mean, I, you, there's just so many thousands of pictures around the world, and people have made thousands of videos and stuff showing people making letter U's in the sky and figure eights. And yeah. All sorts of well, I just don't buy it. 
Let's let's. I don't want to dwell on chemtrails though, because I find it really yeah. boring and it doesn't really do anything for me at all. All I know, one, yeah, for sure, for sure, there's a lot less activity in the skies, and it's been like that for a year and a half. So there's a lot less action. That is a that is that is for sure. I do know that the exhaust from airplanes, there, I don't think there's any filters on it. They don't treat it at all. It's it is toxic. I think people that live near airports definitely aren't as healthy, and there is precipitate from the exhaust that lands on the ground. I've, I have see the highway walls around the Toronto airport. They're very dirty, but then again, there's a highway there too. There's tons. Yeah. They're, they're called high bypass fan jets. And so 95% of all of the air that goes through it is, is pulled into the front and goes around the outside of the jet engine itself. And 90% of the time, if you see a, a plane going over that's not doing contrails, it has no trail, not even a contrail because of this high, high air bypass, uh, um, that they've got now and stuff so they're okay they're seriously efficient but yeah but they do so stink <laughs> i've worked around an airport on near the tarmac and the exhaust coming out of there will make you puke it's just it's yeah. really toxic and it, it must be toxic because they don't treat it not like a car exhaust they treat the crap out of car exhaust and same with diesel well, truck exhaust auxiliary jet engine in the tail most of the time that they use just for charging batteries to, and to, so they can start the the main engines and stuff yeah. and those are the ones that have probably blown out most of the it's just the generator that's on board there the auxiliary but yeah it's not the main jet engines okay all right well let's get back to the task at hand we are in we're in the middle of a covidian takeover here and every day is more seems as intense as the other um I'll give you, uh, last night I wasn't here because I was a scrutineer at my local poll. I was counting ballots because I've never done it oh. before, and I thought I would do that just to say, I know I have mixed emotions about voting, and I know it doesn't make a difference, mainly because every party is bought and bought and owned by lobbyists yeah. and the corporations behind them. But I just wanted to see uh, how manual counting is done. That's how we do it in Canada for federal elections. We actually have paper ballots and you count them by hand. And I I'm here to report that as a scrutineer, all I did was watch. I walked around and watched mostly ladies, older ladies do all the counting and it was totally on the up and up. And everything I saw was reflected by the results. I'm pretty confident in the voting system where I live. Yeah, well, you can see the West was all red, which is probably believable, uh, except for the far, far West Coast there and stuff. So, it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's, uh, so what do you think? Did you guys didn't use any Dominion voting machines? They don't use voting machines in federal elections. They never have. And and people need to be aware. That's mainly why I went. I literally, yeah. my this was my expectation. I was going to stay for not, I wasn't going to stay for the whole show because it was too late. But I stayed for three hours. And I figured once I started watching the ballots be counted, I would say, I would say after a hundred ballots, I would know who's going to win just based on ratios. The ratios almost never change. And I saw the ratios come in and exactly who I thought was going to win after just the first 10 minutes was who won because I saw how the, the ballots were coming in. There was no streak of ballots and i watched how people were voting and observed the whole procedure it's totally on the up and up and it can all be recounted and re-verified because it's all on paper there's no computers whatsoever and i think they pick up the phone and call in the numbers so they don't even do it electronically 
Well, Trudeau was doing a pretty good job here and stuff, you know, like the drama teacher, ski instructor, uh, funny software and kind of guy and stuff. He's uh, he's really been doing a great job uh, of this whole COVID thing, I think. Well, okay. Well, I I, I wasn't really going to comment on that. I'm, I was just telling people about how counting works. And there's absolutely no reason, especially with low turnout states and counties, there's no reason to use anything electronic. It can all be done by hand. There's absolutely no rush. And then it can be re, recounted or validated if there's chain of custody with the ballot box. So it's 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 not hard. That That's my... Fidel Castro's son's back in again. Did do you think that uh, that that really wasn't selected beforehand somehow? As, as far as do you think people across Canada, a majority of them actually re-voted that that guy in again? Yeah, I do. I do. That's the problem. That's the yeah. problem, man. I I see the people. I yeah. I see who's out there. Like I don't. Yeah, well, I'm not a very public sure. person, and I don't interact much. That's just the nature of the way I chose my career. But I'm looking at the people lined up, masked up. Um, I'm looking at the type of people. And yes, I do believe that this is the problem. That's why people like us are so rare. And we are being ruled by some pretty beta-cucked programmed individuals. It's quite sad. I've used the line, eugenics works, dot, 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 it's okay. Many times over the last couple of years here. Well, we, yeah, eugenics are just propaganda works. That's the main thing. People don't understand and they don't look into things. All right, Marcus, do you have any comments on on my uh, scrutineering? Um, You know, I would, I I don't think I would have wasted my time doing that because it doesn't matter. And I agree with you that it's probably legit and they know. Remember, they they take the pulse of us minute by minute. They know what's going on. So they know that the vast majority of people are going to vote for true dope, and Mm -hmm. they don't have to do anything. They don't have to rig anything. Now, there's no doubt about it here in the States that Trump won by a landslide. And again, I've never voted in my life and don't care about either idiots. It's all just idiot theater. There's no doubt. I mean- no doubt about it that he won. That was clearly rigged. But they they wanted you to know that. It, that exactly. Was, it was part of the really, sign. Yeah, right. they wanted you to know. And right. basically, well, what are you like going you to do about it? See, just like you get to see Chris Sky because they want you to see Chris Sky, who's kind of a Arnold Schwarzenegger, Dudley Do-Right uh, kind of a looking character. And yeah. I mean, if it wasn't for his bulk and stuff, those. Like, do you think cops couldn't get that guy out of the back of his car and that was he's got this all being filmed and stuff? Uh, they'd get the jaws of life in there and take him out like a sardine out of a tin can. I agree were. with Bob. I disagree with Tim on, on Chris yeah, Guy. I, know, I think I, I think Bob. Yeah, I agree. I agree I, with Bob. I, I think Chris Guy is totally controlled opposition. Totally. Yeah, yeah, sure. He's very yeah, good he, at he's, it. Everybody's tecmatized and bicepmatized and stuff. And, uh, and you know, he's like you say, he's. Some of the videos he's made with the guy where he's he's actually the the, the guy who's in charge of Canada is, is that I was stupid. I don't know if he was yeah. playing everyone for a fool or he was fooled. I can't tell. But that was that was insanely stupid and he's a good and, actor. I think he's, yeah that that I, I yeah. If he's as smart as he is and he was fooled by just the silliness that that guy was espousing and saying he's minister of whatever or yeah, all, right. the, of the whatever. Whatever it was, it was just total nonsense. So 
and even even him saying that you know our, we're going to get these uh, I, you know uh, minimum income uh, deals and they're, they're going to expire. Well, Ellen Watt was saying that in 2007 that I know of and stuff already 2006 seven and stuff that uh, we'd be given uh, a basic uh, weekly income and then if you didn't have it spent by the next Monday, you just lost whatever you could, you'd never be able to save up. So that was that's nothing that he thought up. That's, uh, that's oh, I agree. It, but it, but he is well versed in what's going on. I'm not ever I'm not going to take that away. He speaks very well eloquently and he does have all just about the whole plan and he reads it very clearly and so no, does that so does he, alex jones yes alex yeah. jones has as well for the u.s for sure and even robbie parker robbie parker did a pretty good job standing up in front and saying yeah i, I think my kid just get killed <laughs> yeah i thought he did a bad job he was he was one of the worst <laughs> worst crisis actors yeah speaking Speaking of Chris talking about Agenda Twenty One, that's what I wanted to talk because I know I only I don't know how much how much time do you have tonight? I think I could. Well, I stayed up till midnight last night, so I think I should. We should go to maybe nine forty-five, so maybe thirty-seven minutes if we can talk fast. Okay, so I got two stories for you. First of all, and I learned this from hanging out with my buddies at the bar, the mm-hmm. ice hockey guys. Okay. And they said, speak, you know, speaking of laws and Peggy Hall and mandates and guidance mm-hmm. and all that stuff, they said, did you know that if you get pulled over for a speeding ticket, that you can get out of it by just saying, officer is going safe and the speed limit is just guidance. There's no law that says that it, you have to go the speed limit. And I've been waiting to get pulled over. I've been actually purposely going faster than I normally do. I'm, uh, people think I'm grandpa because I go pretty slow nowadays. And I purposely went fast and I was in Maryland and I was in a 30 and I purposely went fast. I was doing 45 and a 30. And sure enough, I got pulled over oh. by the sheriff and I was very firm. And now the tip is I always put my keys on the front dash and I always keep my hands on the steering wheel to show I don't have any weapons. You've done this before. I've done this many times before okay. and I've always gotten a warning, but this time I was belligerent with the sheriff. Whoa. Did yes. you record it? I had it ready to go because I thought for sure he was going to give me a ticket. So I said to he goes, you know, they always pull the dumb question. They go, do you know why I'm pulling you over? And you always say no. And they, he said, you were doing 45 and a 30. And I said, yeah, but I was going safe. And he kind of looked at me. And then I said, you do know that the speed limit is guidance. It has to say speed limit maximum for it to be a statute as a law. All right. He goes, license and registration, please. <laughs> so I thought for sure he's going to write me a ticket. He takes literally two minutes to look over my license plate, run it through the computer, et cetera. And then he came back and he's like, I'm going to give you a warning. And I said, that's, I said, you just did the right thing, but do you, can we talk more about this guidance? He goes, I really don't want to talk about it. Have a nice day, sir. Oh, I never heard of that. So, it, okay. So whatever. So, so the speed work. limit. The speed limit is guidance. There's no law that says you have unless it says speed limit. Ma- You've seen the signs where it says speed limit minimum. That's a law. Yeah. Speed limit maximum. That's a law. But speed limit on its own is so it has guidance. the word minimum or maximum to be exactly. a statute. Exactly. In the U.S. Or, or, or one 
those sovereign guys and stuff and going to you know make it a bunch of grief for him and stuff that you're not really a citizen of the country and all that yeah stuff. they don't they, they'll write you a double ticket if you bring up the sovereign stuff <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah so the, the reason why i think the re- the reason why i tested that is because they were pulling over people left and right. It was a total speed trap. You're going off a highway onto a 30 speed, you know, speed limit. Yeah. And I mean, one after another was pulling over. In fact, when I left, I started talking to the people getting pulled over and told them, don't tell them it's guidance and <laughs> that you could see the sheriff getting very upset with me about telling people that. But the the punchline is it's it's called getting under the hood. They do this in the in the auto industry. They don't care about doing a car inspection and making your $65, which they get $5 for. It's an excuse to get under your hood to find the bigger, more important stuff. And that's yeah. really why these cops pull you over is to find the bigger, more important stuff. And if they're going to deal with me, that means they have to go to court. Because he said, if you want to pull this with with the, uh, with the uh, judge, you can do that. And I said, I don't need to do that. I know I'm going to win. If you want to come with me, I- I'd be happy to take your time. That's why I think he wrote a very quick warning after two minutes. Hmm. So here's my, here's my, this leads to my bigger question about agenda 21 for both of you. Yeah. We've always heard with agenda 21 that they're going to rewild, which means that they're going to force everyone, as we know, into agenda 21 smart cities. Yeah. And how are they going to get someone like me or someone like my grandpa or someone who's lived in the world for all their lives? How are they going to get people off the land? Have you thought about how they're going to do that? Because I think I just found out the answer. Well, yeah, I've 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 talked about it. So what do you think? And, and how they do it? Rosa Corey's talked about it. Yeah, yeah but she ahead. never talks about how they're going to do it. They she always talked how, about the root. No, I think she has, or somebody around her has said it. Do you want to say something, Bob? You know, Rosa Corey died here already, right? But um, mm-hmm. well, that's the story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She was coughing yeah, a bit in our I, last few I, interviews. I guess they could uh, uh, come out and say, okay, all your cattle are, have the mad cow disease and kill them all off and your chickens are all infected and, mm-hmm. and then or else they just make a fire up uh, upwind of you and they always got to evacuate and they can do all sorts of different things and stuff. Uh, but uh, yeah, they can well, the, try to, I know I'm, I'm out in the farm here so myself. So. The easy way they can do it is just withdraw services to the area. Let the roads go bad. They'll remove the doctors, the hospitals. So then you have to come oh, into the city. Yeah, they can. Yeah, they can raise the taxes in the area, or help, or bankrupt the the municipality, or the out, or or some of the rural areas. They take a, a lot of the rural areas have a lot of heavy transfers from some of the 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 state or federal government. So yeah, basically they're just going to withdraw services, close hospitals, just make it really hard to live out in the rural areas. I, I believe that's they basically got the corrals closed on the cities now. And, and uh, so once they, they finish up with the loading of the trucks uh, in the city, then they can start to work on the countryside, but they're going to need a remnant of people uh, to, to, you know, maybe there's going to be way more food being able to be produced uh, relatively speaking. But um, and they, you know, China basically wants to take over North America as a as a as a giant farm or agricultural area and stuff. So because they've got you know 1.3 billion people to feed and and we're well, going that's what we're told. Are we close, Marcus? Yeah. Is that a, is that a close guess? I don't. I am not so sure. Uh, as as far as the roads go, and Alan. By the way, Bob, I have been listening to Alan Watt probably longer than you have. So I'm a big fan of Alan Watt too. Yeah. And I'm the one who's who does not at all think that Alan Watt has died. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I said that to Robert Felix. I, I sent him a message saying that just the pen name died because Alan Watts, that's not his name, you know. That's right. That's right. So, no, I don't, I don't think, you know, because Alan Watt always talked about how the roads are in horrible condition. He's totally wrong about that, at least here in the United States, because they are repairing roads at record breakneck speed. So, Tim, when you say they're going to have disrepaired roads, it, the, uh, the opposite is actually happening, which makes no sense at all to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, some of the rural roads, maybe. Are no, you I'm, talking the, I'm talking the most rural roads were mm -hmm. in Maryland, New York, Delaware, and Pennsylvania, where we travel. Yeah, I'm always saying to my wife, I don't understand. I thought they're going to let the roads decay. They're fixing the most out-of-bounds roads I've ever seen in my life. Okay, well, that's good. So here's here's what I'm sorry. All the roads up into Rome, into Europe, and stuff for the Roman soldiers to be able to march on. I imagine they're going to want to have good uh, good roads for the kind of equipment they might want to take up and down. You know, if they want to bring some Humvees or whatever out into the countryside and make sure they can come from farm to farm if they want to do it that way. You know? Yeah, but I don't, I, um, they always said that they're all the changes that are happening with agenda 21 will be bloodless. And I don't think the military will be much involved at all with the changes that are coming. We, we have literally as Allison McDowell, who I'm a huge fan, she's getting very much attacked by the way, very much attacked. Where? Oh my gosh. She had a, a person who kind of like you and me, Tim, <laughs> I hope that doesn't happen. She totally trusted him he was military intelligence. He gave her a bunch of tips and stuff. And now he's gone completely flipped on her and like is going after her, like in a major way. If you go to her Twitter account and I'll post it, yeah. uh, you'll see it. It's really sad, actually, Allison McDowell. So, um, yeah, I don't think the military will be involved at all. And, and, and that's where Allison McDowell comes in. She has the greatest line. She says, you know, Uber is not a transportation company. It's a geofencing company. I um, agree with that a hundred percent. I know you said that quite a few times. Yeah. And what do you mean by that exactly? You so you, so you think of Uber, like you hail an Uber and you can travel anywhere in a rented car that's driven by someone else. No, 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 no. If you don't have your social credit score with a green check mark, you can't hail an Uber. You're literally geofenced in your home. Right. Sure. No, no need for internment camps. No need for the military to block you from travel. You can't travel. So here's the link that I think is the is the answer to the question I just asked you, and I wanted to know what you guys think about it. Okay. And I'll put it here into the view. I think you can see this, Bob, if you're looking on your computer. I'm yeah. not sure. Okay, Elizabeth Warren and Cori Bush are fighting an extremist Supreme Court on the eviction ban by introducing a bill to keep renters in their homes. Until, okay. Is that what it is? Yep. Is that right? So okay. in, in summary, what they are doing is up until this week, the Center for Disease Control of all organizations has capped, has prevented real estate people from kicking out people who haven't paid their rent in a year and a half. Right. And now they're facing lawsuits saying it's unconstitutional, et cetera, et cetera. So now they're flipping it from the CDC to the Department of Homeland Security. And okay. they're basically saying no, no one who has real estate investments will be able to kick people out of their homes until the pandemic ends. To me, this is what this is how they're going to pull off Agenda 21. Is they're literally going to 
force someone who owns real estate to get out of real estate. In fact, I'm going to read something on Godlike Productions. I'll post that link also at the same time. Very revealing little post. But how do you get people out of the rural areas? Yeah, I'm going to get to that. They want to own all the rental properties and they want to buy everybody out. And so the Chinese are buying up tons of property in Canada and even the states and stuff. They're owning a lot. So you can say by, by 2030, they want to have everybody own nothing, right? Right. So they just right. have to keep printing enough money and, and people basically give in to a big enough number and then the government will own everything. So all all means of production will be done. Exactly. So let me let me read this. It's very short. Here's a post on Godlike Productions. It's called, Here's Why I'm Selling My Two Rental Homes Right Away. Our government is taking down mom and pop landlords because they want the government, Black Rock Arm, to right. own yeah. all real estate. That was already clear. This morning, Fox Foxahontas, I like that, introduced a bill to reinstate eviction moratoriums, quote, as long as the pandemic lasts but under the aegis of the HHS, the Department of Health and Human Services, because the Supreme Court said that the CDC did not have the authority. It's a libtard workaround. Here's a link, which I just gave you seconds ago. A few days ago, a Broward County liberal announced that his tenants would have to be vaccinated, and he didn't care what DeSantis legislated. I think he was encouraged to do this, link to that. I don't think it has anything to do with the vaccinations. The punchline is this. Let's say I own a bunch of rental units and I am not able to kick out my renters for a year and a half now, and it's going to keep going and going and going. What am I going to do? I don't have the money to pay my mortgage. Yeah. So what yeah. do I do? I sell to BlackRock for 25% premium. And now BlackRock oh, yeah. owns everything. And then when the pandemic ends, they kick everyone out and they have nowhere to go but to overcrowded cities. Yeah, it's possible. But I don't, how there's not, in the rural areas, there's not a lot of rentals. So that's, it's mostly. Well, that's just, I'm not, that's, it's not, mm -hmm. it's in addition to rentals. It's someone like me who owns a mortgage. Mm -hmm. See, right now there's a moratorium yeah. on mortgages too. Yeah. yeah and you but, can't sell cattle because there's no cattle market and everybody's eating bugs and, uh, and yeah. they're, they're. Well, listen, there's know, always going to be a cattle market. There's, yeah. <laughs> there's always going to be market for a good steak unless they just overinflate the price and then that'll just keep people away or maybe we'll maybe we'll go back to poaching cattle wrangling uh, cattle wrangling rustling cattle rustling that's it yeah i mean yeah well we put, put those we just put rustlers in the stew pot or actually i got a dog that needs meat and stuff too so i'm not too worried one way or the other and stuff will well, that meat will get the, any distressed protein ends up going back into the food chain pretty quick it's not yeah not a problem I, I really think just withdrawing services is enough. And then if, if it's just hard to get out into the country, but you say they're paving the roads. So this is a long-term plan. We, they got, it's a hundred year plan. So it's the, it's the yeah. plan for the next century. So we're only in what what year is this? 2021. So we got a long way to go. We, they got a lot of other priorities like destroying the United States. That's going to take some time. What we've got for this timeline that's coming up that makes things urgent why we're having COVID and, and, and climate change uh, push right now is because we are going into a grand solar minimum that's going to kind of the 11-year cycle we're just going into now with almost zero sunspots at this point in the low between 24 and 25 solar cycle. Um, it's going to be, it's going to peak at a, but at a much lower peak in 2025 here. Then after that, from 2025 down, it, they, they think it's going to go into some sort of a uh, maundra minimum or, a, you know, there's a, a woman called uh, Valentina Zarkova. 
and uh, she wrote some uh, serious paper. She's a Russian and, and uh, seriously smart lady, speaks English. And um, yeah, so, so she's she's put the cycles out. And of course, all of the Ice Age guys are all up on this, right? The whiskeys and, you know, they're dead now. Most of these guys are, but, uh, you know, uh, uh, Robert Felix and uh, and uh, Ice Age Farmer. And Does Marcus Robert... buy into the solar minimum? Because I'm not, I'm pretty, no. not at no, all either. You don't know anything about uh, 200 year and 400 year cycles or that, 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 that there's like a, a two miles of ice over top of the Toronto tower, you know, no. for 90% of the time. And you don't know anything about ice age glaciation. You, you guys are in the heart of it. Like you're like the great lakes and the, the isostatic rebound, the Niagara falls and all that stuff's all from the, the previous ice age that there are things that are still rebounding from that ice going back uh, and, and melting. Right. Yeah. No, it's, I took a lot of geology and glaciation in school, tons of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I I'm just not buying into the fear porn about the next ice age or the next overheating wave. I just it. Well, records it, are records, and they're being broken. And uh, for every one new uh, hot record, uh, they're getting thirty new cold records and stuff. And I I, I don't buy into any of that horse shit. Actually, the <laughs> the best guy to go watch on this, and he is so good at these. Go watch Tony Heller. Tony yeah. Heller, unbelievable. So if, you click, if you click on my name, that was why Rolf Witzke put my name high LinkedIn, uh, hot linked into uh, into that article about uh, plasma uh, extraordinary evidence for plasma astrophysics and made that thirteen part series. You click on my name, it it takes you to a to a, a, a deal of four, a four Tony Heller uh, videos and stuff. And when I sent these to Rolf Witzke, he was impressed enough that he thought that he'd uh, he'd make that in there. But he's been totally unpolled. Un- Unpolitical in any way and stuff, uh, except for that sort of one time in his whole website uh, where he decided to link my name to get to the whole Tony Heller links and stuff. So the Tony Heller yeah. does the best debunking of the climate change hoax, hot or cold. He, the he, best, the best. You're right. He is so good at yeah, doing. He's almost like a Richard Feynman uh, mentality and, and IQ and background with his where he grew up and, and stuff. Well, like he that. used so to he, be environmentalist until he realized the scam. Man, those are the best kind of truth exposers. They're the ones that believed it the hardest, and then they got into it, and they saw that they're playing uh, fast and loose with statistics, which is going on today with the health numbers. It's the best scam going because people just get dizzy talking and thinking about them. And uh, hold on, what do we got here? Here's an example of Tony Heller. Hello, this is Tony Heller from realclimatescience.com. A new climate prophet has arisen. Twitter is promoting her today. Cyclones could soon devastate Europe, warns storm chaser climate scientist. She can see into the future and it's looking rough. If we're going to have water that's 30 degrees Celsius, that's a lot of fuel for tropical cyclones to keep going and keep intensifying, she says. That sounds pretty scary. We better take a look at the water temperatures around Europe. Water temperatures in southern Europe are around 20 degrees Celsius, and in northern Europe they're closer to 15 degrees Celsius. You have to go all the way down to near the equator to find 30 degree temperatures. It looks like the latest climate prophet has a little bit of difficulty reading maps. This map from NOAA shows all of the known tropical cyclone tracks since the year 1850. There were a lot of them, but according to climate experts, one or two of these were caused by Donald Trump. 
most likely ones which were drawn with orange hair. As you can <laughs> see, not a lot of tropical cyclones hit southern Europe. Anyway, that's the taste of him. This guy, he's so good with just bringing up their own info and saying it's BS. And he's done yeah, well, it like, so many times. Another grumpy Grinch or whatever, another uh, person, uh, girl, whatever, some teenager and stuff. And uh, she's the new uh, mental giant on the planet uh, for, for, you know, not Tim Ball and not, uh, well, there's just a ton of these guys that are real serious weather guys that, that have been in the business for forever and stuff, you know, so. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's, anyway, so it's, that's it's, why I'm not worried about the weather. I mean, even today they said, oh my God, is this going to, there was a weather warning on the Toronto map, and I'll just bring that up. It's probably still up. It was up yesterday. Let's just see. Oh, rainfall warning. Look, it's all red. Guess what? It's going to <laughs> rain. Oh, my God. Here we go. Let's read it. Rain is rain at heavy. Rain at times heavy is expected, blah, blah, blah. Rainfall amounts 50 to 60 millimeters. Possibly reaching 75 millimeters. How many old. inches is that? That's a couple of inches. Yeah, that's nothing. What? You, know how big you know how big Antarctica is? Like Three inches the at the most. We're yeah, going to you know drown. Get, get your ark out, Noah. Give me a break. <laughs> you, you know how big Antarctica is, right? It's like twice the size of the United States. And, no, and I don't know how that. big Antarctica is. We've talked about that before. There's, I don't even know oh, what's yeah. what's really down well, there. I, that's a that's a whole other show. Well, there's a there's an Admiral Bird that went there uh, and uh, set up sure. a base camp at the end of the fifties, and and uh, that base camp now is one hundred feet down, uh, buried under ice that's so much accumulated since the, the late seventies or so. So it's Can definitely accumulating. It? I, I don't, Bob, 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 I don't believe most of that. Sorry, I'm not. I think there's. Well, there's pictures of trains that they were using. I've got in pictures the, of planes flying into towers, I keep saying, so I'm not. Cranes, uh, like 100 foot cranes, and they can just see the tip sticking out where they, you know, were initially uh, like on track. I am so that. past photographic proof for anything. I, I can't take it at all at face value, Bob. Right. No, that's right. We shouldn't go that right because it, it's not. Uh, it's not compatible with uh, media fakery. That's what this blog is all about. That's what this site is all about. I mean, the, the number one thing we've learned is that people can be fooled with just a few statistics and a few pictures, if nothing else. That That's why everything is so, so suspicious to me and possibly Marcus, too. No, 100%. Well, remember we were discussing how much uh, CO2 was in the air the other day there and stuff, and like mm -hmm. they're trying to do most people say, oh, there's like 30, 40% COT in the air, and it's like one part in 2,500, and they're trying to demonize it, and it's the essential trace gas necessary for all life on Earth. Yeah. So you know that everything's just a PSYOP to, to basically bring in a carbon tax and just tar 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 you know, tax. No, it's more than that. Carbon is code for human. When they say they want to get rid of carbon, CO2, they mean humans. Now that I believe. Mm. And how they're going to do that, they've got many, many streams. I actually posted something really good today on the blog. And it was an essay from 2009 called The Dire Problem. And it's really worth a, it's really worth a read. I'm not going to read it now. I read it on an audio chat earlier today. It was by Mencius Moldbug, M.M., so to me, it's just a pseudonym like Miles Mathis, MM. <laughs> Which is 33, by the way. Exactly. But you it, turn it, the letters to the right. I agree, yeah. 
That's right. But it's really well written. And basically, this guy is saying, if I was king, and I've said this before, what? how would I rule the world? And because there is a problem. And it's to do with technology and useless eaters and all that kind of thing. And and he really goes on to say, well, if we can't kill the people by harvesting their organs to make use of them, what can we do with them? And this sort of reads, I don't know, we, I don't know who wrote it and I don't know what background they are, but it really reads sort of like what's going on today, which is 12 years later. And basically the punchline is, if you're not going to read it, he says, we're going to be put in a virtual prison. And now you can see they are building that now all around us. Yeah, yeah. And it's not a prison you camp. Know. It's basically going to be where you are now. You will be, like Marcus said, geofenced into your place. Yeah. And you will be literally put into a virtual pod. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's how you're going to be controlled. And it's 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 very, very interesting. It's just so well written. I can't really do it justice by giving you the short version you know of what? it. I spent my whole career drilling holes, uh, you know, sometimes down to like 5,000 uh, meters deep and, and some okay. you know, really deep health stuff. And so we would core some of these uh, at depth and, and we'd, we'd uh, uh, core through like uh, sand beds and gravel beds, right? So so definitely um, there was uh, river rivers that flowed through them before and they were buried with sediments and then there was rivers again and, and sediment. And so we we can tell that there was glaciation from different different uh different things that happen, tectonics with, with, with lava flows. And like all of this stuff is, is all real. It's the only real tangible history that we have is the geological record. When you course through it and, and you lay it all out on the, on the floor and, and you're looking at each, uh, each segment. And we, we can definitely tell there's been different weather before, different, uh, you know, ups and downs and stuff with the CO2 and, and uh, just different, different things we can measure, you know, uh, plant growth or you know just the animal life and stuff just a tons of different things and so definitely got to get our heads wrapped around that we have glacial cycles i mean that's that's not a maybe i mean I, like down by uh, black diamond uh, close to where uh, amanda volmer grew up um there's a giant set of rocks that's the size of like a gymnasium and um they come from mount edith clavel whatever which is just uh, you know 100 miles or something away that got you know knocked you know grabbed off the top of a mountain uh, and then slid along with the top of the glacier and then when the glacier melted it just set itself down on the ground you know two miles down after it uh, after it disappeared and stuff so they're just placed out there in the middle of the prairie now and they're called erratics right and, and if you watch the first video of um of rolf witzke's uh, part uh, section on uh, I, um, extraordinary evidence for plasma astrophysics he he, he goes into that that that, that they, in, in europe they, they found these erratics and that's how they really it came up on the fact and so they the, the globalists have known for well however however many times we've gone through this cycle before we you know every you still there bob oh yeah i thought it was off there sorry oh. um we've gone through this like at least 20 times humans in the last two million years we've had 20 major ice ages where we've had two miles of ice over the toronto tower in the calgary tower and then, then we've got these 10,000 year interglacial warm periods. And within them, we have these 200 and 400 year cycles like we've got in the, you know, in the 1600s and the 1300s and where there's major famines and, and, and food shortages and stuff. So we're going into one of these again. It's not a maybe that this, is a, this isn't gonna happen again here. 
Can I, can I, I want to dig deep on what you just said. You said that there's a two mile ice something over a skyscraper in Toronto. Is that what you're saying? 90% of the time during the last 2 million years that we've been able to, to figure anyways, 90% of the time, that's 90,000 years out of every 100,000 years is what the cycle has been. Uh-huh. You got two miles of ice over the Calgary Towers in, the, in, in Northern Canada here. What, what is a Calgary yeah. Tower? Is that like a shopping mall? What, what is that? It's a, it's a miniature uh, Toronto Tower. It's a tall building like the Seattle Space yeah. Needle. Uh, they have one in Calgary. There's one in Niagara Falls. So wait, you're, you're saying that a skyscraper survived a the no, weight I'm of a t- saying it, there was that much ice over top yeah, of the city little, and it melted he's just, he, he's just using that as a as yeah. a uh, metaphor you don't, here. you don't see any pyramids except near the equator right the, the calgary tower is 600 feet tall you're saying there's 600 feet of ice sitting on top of North, most of Canada. The dirt around. Yeah, it could be on the pavement, whatever. I don't know. It doesn't have to be exactly two miles up and could be uh, 2.2 miles and stuff. It doesn't matter. It's uh, it's just a matter of that there's 90% of the time in our world and on this planet, basically we've been in an ice age for at least the last 2 million years that we can tell here. 2 million years. I mean, we've had major, major ice ages, you know, hundreds of thousands or millions of years, hundreds of millions of years before that. We you know, this, this planet's been here supposedly for, you know, at least. Uh, Four billion years. Bob, have you heard of John Levy? Yes. Oh, you, yeah. Oh, not Levy. Uh, yeah, John Levy. Yeah, John Levy. Yeah. Do you like his stuff? He goes into mud, ancient the mud plug stuff. Right? right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that stuff. Our history, history definitely gets rewritten. Like we're talking, like you guys are talking with Bacon writing the Bible stuff. You know, that that all gets rewritten stuff whenever they need to. Yep. All social control. All social control. But but what doesn't lie is geology, geophysics, tectonics and uh, volcanism that that stuff is real that that's happening yeah i i'm not familiar with it i I can't even comment i have no idea so speaking for tim and of course so speaking for tim and of course he can speak for himself i think what he's saying is and i'll pull an alan watt reference paraphrasing alan watt will say the news will tell us that it's minus 10 on the thermometer during the height of winter and they're just lying. It's it's minus 50. And I think yeah. what Tim is saying is just because we're told that for 2 million years there's been 20 ice ages, blah, 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 there's no way that we can check it. There's no way to prove it. Oh. And I agree with Tim on that. It's just a theory and based on the stratification of rocks and you're saying it's just someone's idea that this is what rocks may have looked like and this is the period of time and there's all kinds of other Techniques like carbon-14 dating that's quite suspicious based on the half-life of, of the carbon-14 isotope. I know all that uh, information, yeah, but... They'll, it, they'll they're core Arctic and, and Antarctic uh, cores, and they, 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 when they did core both of them, and they managed to, to, to see that there was uh, volcanoes that happened uh, and were, were, were logged at both the, the North Pole and the South Pole uh, with the, with the, uh, the correlating... Uh, um, ice cores and stuff like that so that they can and, and these things go back for so many they, they can only go back so many uh, million years and stuff like that and then yeah. only basically two million years as far as you can really tell and stuff it's, it's like two million years is still like zero in the in the history of the earth i mean um, bob I mean, do you uh, do you think dinosaurs really existed 
I've read stuff both ways and I've been to the, like John Heller, like you're saying before you have to. And, uh, um, yeah, there's definitely, I've, I've, I've saw a cores, uh, uh where, where we, we popped open a core and, and there's a, a trilobite sitting dead center in the middle of the core. And I popped it off with my finger and it rolled across the floor and the jaw just said, Oh, that's got to go back in the core. And I know he stole it later and stuff, you know, if you know what a trilobite is, but no, it's um, a trilobite. It's, it's sort of like a, uh, it's like a bug in effect, but it's uh it's a shelled kind of looking bug. And uh, it's, uh, basically it was, uh, it was almost the size of the core. It was like a three inch across core and stuff. So it was almost the, uh, but I mean, they, these trilobites got to be three and four feet long, uh, long and stuff. They, they, the whole, this whole planet was covered with trilobites at one time. But, um, but a trilobite isn't, you know, this huge animal. It's like three inches across, right? This one was, yeah, but they, they did, they did find some, uh, some remnants of them that were as big as a couple feet or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it, there's been so much, like, like they're saying 99.9% of all species that ever existed before have gone extinct, you know? So and we've got like millions of species on the planet now, but that's just a small percentage of all the ones that existed before, you know, it's just that, uh, Lots of history and stuff. You know, there's no pyramids over top of, uh, you know, in, in Canada because, you know, with these ice ages come, anything that, you know, like I say, these towers aren't going to be up after the ice, two miles of ice comes and goes. It will, Calgary and Toronto will be just smooth. I'm not really, are you worried about that happening anytime soon? Or are you more worried about your Vax passport? I know what I'm worried about more. <laughs> yeah, me too. Oh, well, yeah, I'm sure. In the short term, that's right. But the, at the same time, when the, when the ice age, uh, uh, that's cut down on food and stuff. I might have trouble getting, uh, Bob, the, the grass Bob you're 65. I think you're out of the woods. I, I think you're okay on the next ice age. <laughs> no offense. I don't think I have to worry yeah. about either. I don't think my great, 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 great grandchildren, if we ever make it that far, I have to worry about it either. I think her, did you know that in, in Siberia and, uh, uh, different Arctic areas and stuff, there's 300 million mammoths frozen Still with edible meat in the in the permafrost up there, three hundred million. Like in the, and people no, go up there I don't and they know that. Do you know that? People have been people have been harvesting tusks out of there for years and years and stuff. There's like uh, there's all sorts of stories of of, of people. They, in fact, they want to clone some of these uh, guys and re bring them back to life again. Some of these. Uh, well, now we're getting get, into uh, what was that movie? Uh, Steven Spielberg was in the jungle, filmed in Hawaii. Ah. Uh. There was one movie called 2012 and stuff, which was no, like... The a, movie, uh, what's that movie? God. Anyway. Day After Tomorrow and then 2012 were kind of the two... The one was Sam Neill, and I'm not good with movies. You know what I'm talking about, don't you, Marcus? The, no, I don't, I'm not good at all with movies. Okay. The, the point of Robert Felix's book is that I think it was like 90-some or 43%. I can't remember what it was. It was about 40-some percent. 40-some times he used the word abruptly. And that's the whole point of the, these mammoths are up there with uh, buttercup uh, flowers still in their you know, molars and in their bellies undigested that they were so flash frozen so quickly that um, and then preserved for 10,000 years. So, I mean, sometimes things come abruptly. You know, that's just the way things are. And if we have a, the, the cosmic rays are high now that we're going at the solar minimum, you end up with high cosmic ray count, then you end up with uh, more volcanism and, and, uh, and earthquakes and, and um, and then and then you, and cloud cover and stuff. And then what's, what's all you need to have is just a whole bunch more oceanic uh, volcanoes take off, uh, boil off a bunch of water, 
doesn't have to get any colder. Jurassic Park. Right. Just more, just more water has to come onto the planet that doesn't melt through the summer, and you've got yourself the beginning of an ice age. So, but if you if you're yeah, talking about a if you're talking about a flash frozen event, why worry about it? You're not going to make it. Why worry about it? Well, I'm not worrying. Okay. <laughs> for like, I've got to deal with I got to deal with a government that's trying to cull in preparation for a for a mass uh, starvation uh, Mad Max situation. They they want to eugenically uh, high grade the, the the best and stuff so they can still have some infrastructure to run their yachts and and, and run Fiji uh, hotels and stuff for them and stuff and then whatever they want to keep at the equator because I mean that's the whole point of taking over the 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 equator equatorial area and then move all of these. Uh, Equatorial people, uh, East, in, you know, uh, Muslim types, so we move them up into Northern Europe and Canada, and we just play trade in places with them, you know. So, I got I got in trouble. I got in trouble with my family. Oh, maybe a decade ago, and I was totally wrong. I scared the crap out of them that a tsunami was going to hit the East Coast here in the United States, yeah. and yeah. It, it of course it didn't happen. And so, and then now I'm thinking back, it's like, what are you going to do if there's a tsunami? There's nothing you can do. Why worry about it? Why even talk about it? Well, like I say, there's some people who say, well, I'm not going to hang around the, the coast. I'm going to go inland and stuff and then avoid that. Because right now the, there's a 500 cubic kilometer uh, block that's set to go in Las Palmas that's having a major um, uh, volcanic uh, event right now. Which is an electroverse. If you if you go to electroverse, they're, they're they're you know they'll put it in the news, but the other papers won't. But if that 500 cubic kilometer block hits the drink, the whole west east coast and uh, and uh, and the west coast of Africa and, and a bunch of South America uh, will actually get about a hundred foot wall of water coming toward it. Okay, so let's 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 go with that. Let's say that that happens to Canada, or let's say that happens to me in the United States. So it wipes out. It wipes out the East Coast, the West Coast, Florida, blah, blah. Why would you want to live through that? It's like people who, who prep and bug out. It's like, oh, I'm prepping. For, I'm going to bug out because if I have to live underground for a year. We're prepping to avoid a government that wants to cull you during a eugenical event right now. Like This is like, uh, like the, the, the cattle are being rounded up right now and being selectively eliminated. And because they don't want to have this many people to deal with and possibly bugger up their underground military bases and their and their Caribbean and Mediterranean uh, club meds and stuff like that. They want all of that to be pristine. They want the infrastructure to maintain, especially in the uh, in the in the equatorial regions and stuff, because they've got to, you know, if this isn't a, a, a maxi ice age, it'll be a mini ice age, which could still last a couple hundred years you know, of, of seriously shitty weather. Yeah. Uh, I just think I think all that's why I don't care for these ice age farmer types because it's just it's just absolute fear porn that yeah. never comes true. No, all of it's coming true with regard to the to the cull. Well, that's, first, that's another thing. I, I don't know if you've listened to to me in the past, but I I look at the funeral numbers, the uh, the obituaries. Yeah. And they're actually going down. In fact, this this month, it's it's the lowest it's been since I've been monitoring it since COVID started in March of last year. So if there's this coal going on, how come it's not reflecting the number of obituaries in the three in my local area with three funeral homes? Well, 
Yeah. I. Uh, oh well, he he went away. Actually, we are at the end of the clock anyway. Sorry, Bob. Bob Bob can hear us because he's still logged into the studio. But it is nine forty-five. Did we have any? Um... So what do you think, Tim? Wrap up. I mean, do you you agree with me? This is fear porn, isn't it? I I agree. It's fear porn. However, I do know people are getting hurt. Hurt, no doubt. Hurt, no doubt. They're getting hurt, but I don't know the if the death rate is any worse than it was before. That is the that's the that's the difficult part. I do know one person that did die via a friend of mine who I do trust, and but that person was already ill, but he's still in his fifty fifties, and he did have one of the quaxinations. So I think that I don't think in the past I've ever known many. So many adults that they get an injection. Let's put it that way. I know there's always been flu shots for older people, but I think that anyone is sort of on the borderline health wise. I think an injection is can be dangerous. Any injection, because you're but whatever they're pouring into these things is probably the extra thing as well that that can potentially hurt people. So I don't know if people are dying of it, but I I and and you're saying that the funeral home rates aren't going this, up. But this month is hand, the lowest it's been the entire time. But on the other hand, we heard of the funeral home guy in Milton Keynes, England, mm-hmm. who said he was pulling bodies out by the two a day. And this was all because of the COVID protocol, which right, I believe but two a day is, is nothing, is nothing. Like if, no, if there's, it's not statistically be- relevant. If, if there's a 20% increase in anything in life, that literally isn't statistically relevant. You have to be one times, two times, 10 times, 100 times. Yeah. At 20% is basically a rounding error. But I don't know if that increased his statistics. He was just saying the mechanism that he discovered when he went into these places mm-hmm. to pull out the body. He found the uh, he found the Valium type uh, painkiller and then he all that that kind of evidence. But anyway, yeah. uh, it, the average funeral home in America does um, a half of a death a day. Mm-hmm. So basically three a week. So if it's double and it's now six a week, statistically, that's nothing. All right. So there's no extra people dying, but you don't think they're, it's being accelerated by the quaxination? No, I'm not, I'm not. I mean, I hope so. Uh, I'm like Jeff Berwick, the dollar vigilante. I, you know, if people are so stupid that they're going to emotionally make a decision that can that can kill them, it's more than just it's a coercion. Yeah, but I mean, come on, have you been coerced? I haven't. Have you? There My family hasn't. It's coercion going on now. I'm I'm a little more resistant because I'm researching the thing. But if I wanted to get on with life, yeah. I can see why people are submitting. There's just, it's easy to understand. No, I'm not saying it's not easy to understand. What I'm saying is you, there are people who don't want to hear what I have to say about the safety and efficacy of this vaccine. And then they hear all these people and they go, oh, those are just conspiracy theorists. There's been, they've been hit from many different angles. Hey, maybe before you take that vaccine, maybe you might want to take a look at this and they refuse. If they're refusing, then they deserve what they get. That's the way I look at it. Right. Well, I think something's happening, and I put a lot of these videos on FACOTube. 
and uh, but uh, if it's if it is it changing the death rates, it's it's hard to tell because so much else in society's been changing. You know, there's less driving and and all kinds of other things. But I I don't know for sure. That's the bottom line for me. Anyway, any closing comments? Sorry, Bob, I just can't get back through to you right now. But uh, thank you very much for coming on. It's interesting. We uh, we're not on the same page on a lot of the climate fear porn, and I think Tony Heller's the best to illustrate that. And I'm not sure about the ice ages. I'm not. I'm not buying it for anything for me to worry about at this time. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. And and again, if, if the East Coast and the West Coast of, of the United States go bye-bye because of tsunamis, because of whatever, why would you want to live? It, 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 again, it's the whole prepper thing. The preppers are like, oh, we had to go underground for a year and survive. I I can't make it a day in my house if it snows, uh, let alone a year. I don't want to live in that. So I'm not going to worry about that. If it happens, take me with it. Well, you could buy a snowblower, though. <laughs> I think it'll be fine. You can melt snow. If you're going to get a tsunami that's this 100-foot wave, and it's going to wipe out Florida, the East Coast, and the West Coast, you don't want to be in that area after that happens. I think to build a house right on the water in any Crazy. water situation Crazy. is not a great idea. But most of the time, you can walk out onto the beach. It is it is nice, it's convenient, but Mother Nature is can do some have some bad days and you're gonna get lashed. So mm-hmm. to, it's almost as dumb as building on a floodplain. Yeah. The river probably floods once every so many tens of years, maybe every fifty years. But that's why it's called a flood plain. Right. It floods. The river rises when there's tons of water quickly and the ground can't absorb it fast enough. That's mm-hmm. We get that. That happens yeah. in Toronto. If you look at the geography of Toronto, we are a city of hills and valleys. We have so many creeks, waters running into Lake Ontario. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And it is very hard to build a grid on top of it without millions of bridges. Mm-hmm. And there's under underground creeks that were built on top of, just landfilled. But if that, if our ground ever became super saturated, if we had and we're talking epic amounts of rain, then everything starts to liquefy and then things can start to go wrong and bridges get washed out. That does happen because this is, you don't realize that's the geography of Toronto because you don't really, you don't really notice the bridges and all the little tiny creeks that are running all over the place. But that's, that was what it looked like. It would be very interesting if you could take away the cover of the city concrete and see what the geography really looks like. Just hills and valleys, hills and valleys up and down, up and down. You actually notice them in the winter when they turn to ice, all those big steep hills, all of a sudden you really notice them because you can't get up them. You mean when it snows? When it snows? Yeah, snow and ice when the salt truck doesn't come by. Even the smallest, you start to notice the smallest hills. So... I'll finish, I'll finish on, on, I'll finish on this note. Speaking of that, right. have you heard about the city in Mexico that is sing? No. Okay. So I'll post this into the chat. <laughs> oh, I thought we were talking about COVID. We're talking about a lot of weather crap tonight. That's true. Well, what, what more can you talk about with COVID? What else is there to talk about? 
Well, just how we're going to survive all the restrictions on normal people's lives. That's. Have you considered the fake passport? Not really, no. Mm-hmm. Not yeah, really. I, I, even, I don't know anything about how to to get it, or I know I've read there's a website, but not, I, I, I guess I'm going to have to look into it, maybe, but no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so back, back to the city sinking thing. I, so you just posted it. Yeah. And I was talking to my family about this and said, I'm not buying this. So what I did is I went to Instagram and I went to the city in their Instagram uh, tag because uh, they show these buildings, they're crooked and all that kind of stuff. And I went to Instagram and I believe Instagram pictures are for the most part real. And there yeah. wasn't a single picture of a, of an uneven building on the Instagram thread. Wow. So then the question is, why are they pushing this? Is this more climate change nonsense? Oh, Mexico City is sinking. It's a huge city, though. It's, I know. It's one of the biggest cities. Yeah, it's 22 million people. Mm-hmm. I don't even have any idea what the natural geography is of that city. Right. I don't even know. I don't know anything about it. All mm-hmm. I know is there's tons of people in there, and they're living on top of each other. It's very dense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so back to so back to the COVID thing real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, there are tons of people. Uh, there, there are tons of people waking. Up. I've never seen anything like it. Right. What so the, the question is, thing, what's the main thing driving that? I think it's the number of quack scenes that they have lined up. I think people are really re- scratching their heads on why all of a sudden am I going to be on a subscription plan to vaccines? I think, I think it? it's. I think it's more of a tipping point of the injuries. Oh, okay. You think there's enough people that know enough people? Uh, yes. And they're not buying that it's the unvaccinated that are causing their problems? I don't think we're at that point yet. Although I think that will be the killer. That'll kill this whole thing. It's just that they're before they be they were told, oh, if you get injured, it means it's working. Mm-hmm. And I think they're overplaying their hand. The you know, the the medical industry is over overplaying their hand. And people will be like, wait a second, maybe it's not really working. I'm seeing a lot less people saying, I got injured, but I'm still going to take it to now I got injured and I'm I'm, not, I'm definitely not taking the second shot. Mm-hmm. So I think there's this rush. I've always said it's it's the, you know, I, IPS calls it the schism. I agree. I believe it's the rush. It's the rush to the finish line. And the globalists are rushing this out. They're, they're it's again, I'm seeing it. Just today, I don't know if you heard Apple announce, I'll post it in the notes, that they put the vaccine passport on the iPhone like we talked about last time. Oh, okay. And it's it's very loose. It's like, well, it's a, you know, a lot of the commenters who are pro-vax are saying this is BS because it doesn't even tie into to proving that you got the vax. It, it's this, you know, all these different agencies, you have to tap into their database. It's not really easy. Again, they're rushing this through. Yeah. Well, there is no central database exactly. anywhere. Exactly. Public health is county by county. There's over 3,000 counties in the United States. Exactly. And they're, they're not, unless they secretly built the infrastructure while we were not paying attention and they've linked them all together and the, Federal government has created some unconstitutional overbearing agency like the TSA. And I guess they do have health and human services federally. 
I just don't see how it's going to be implemented right away. Even mm-hmm. even, on, even in Canada, health public health is provincial. It's not federal. What does that mean? Is that county by county when you mean provincial? Provincial means, well, we don't really have a county system here. We have cities, we have municipalities, which are larger, more spread out areas that they call them. But all but provincially is like a, is statewide. That's the best way. But we okay. have cities have public health units like Toronto's big enough that it has a public health unit. And some of the, some, the bigger cities, say, with 500,000 or a million people have public health units. Regions have un- public health units, so that's uh, I, every province is supposed to be doing their own passport, and uh, so there's no there's no real linking now. The, in the federal government, even here, it's not really their jurisdiction to implement it. They're being asked to. They're giving all the money. They're spreading all the federal tax dollars down to the provinces to implement it. But how is there going to be a database? And I think in the end, they want a worldwide database. So you can just go from here to the other end of the earth and there would be an electronic database that would be recognized everywhere. Everyone would be feeding into it. It'd be like Microsoft Outlook. You know, obviously Outlook is their big, or Hotmail is their big email platform. And that's sort of the level of database worldwide that they want. And that's... That's a tall order to get it going. So I, who knows what, how it's going to really plan out or pan out. Hopefully mm-hmm. not well. Right. And United you, non-compliant. You can go, uh, you know, for solutions to this in the, in the temporary. Mm-hmm. There's tons of QR uh, code generators online. Right. You could literally go up to someone who is vaxxed, a, a friend of yours, Right. And say, hey, I, I, can you show me that that QR code thing that shows that you're vaxxed? Mm-hmm. And you take a picture. I don't know how this works on Android on on the on the iPhone. You mm-hmm. just take a camera shot of that, and it'll tell you what the barcode contents is. Right. And then you plug that into a QR code. Yeah. You pr- you pr- you print that out, and now you have stolen your friend's QR code. Right. And maybe it'll make the, I don't, we don't know how it's going to be implemented. Obviously at the beginning, there's going to be huge security holes that will, that's the whole idea of making it roll out is so they can plug the holes and they've already started making threats, at least in that letter from Lithuania that I posted last week. Mm -hmm. They're already saying, oh, if you do this, it's a federal crime or whatever. So they're, they're already spreading stories that don't even bother. It's, they have thought this through. I think we know that much. Yeah, they but it's so sloppy. It's so sloppy. Yeah, but it's up to each individual jurisdiction to implement. And Which, again, makes absolutely no sense. Uh, again, on 9-11, everything was perfected. Mm-hmm. There was a much smaller operation, don't you think, compared to this? This is worldwide. As we talked about last time. And which is just happening today, Apple could roll out something and it's worldwide. That's true. So they, they roll it out and it's not worldwide. It's worldwide as far as the capability of adding your QR code to the wallet, the Apple wallet, but it relies on tens of thousands of databases to choose from. 
that don't exist. Yeah, that, don't, that probably don't exist. We don't right? even have a database for that here yet. Right. Yet they were just using yellow cards for children, at least that were mm-hmm. signed by anybody, any nurse. You could sign it. Yeah. Just going way, way, way too fast. This is very unlike them. That's why I'm hopeful. Especially if there's rioting everywhere like there is in Melbourne. That was mm-hmm. good to see. My mm-hmm. wife was pounding me with video. She she searches hashtags for certain things mm-hmm. and sends them to me. And I usually don't watch them, but I, especially because I don't really want to see that come here. But I guess it will if... Uh, if people are told they must, must do this to survive, which is completely insane. But I was going to ask Bob if he knows about the Langdon Firehouse Bar and Grill in Alberta. Yeah, well, he's off the line right now, so we'll have to catch him on the next on the next time if he wants to join in. But basically, um, the, the headline is, Alberta Bar Closes After Overwhelming Number of Threats After Opting Into Vax Pass. And I'm seeing this all over the place. You see in New York all these Twitter videos of yes. people beating the shit out of the hostess because they won't let them in because they don't have a vax pass. Well, yeah, verbally, yeah, I saw some verbal beatdowns, but yeah, the no, this is this is physical. I got two of them that were physical. Oh wow, mm-hmm. well, yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not happy about uh, violence, but that's what they are going to. That's what they are creating a segregated society. It's not. It's never going to work out well medical segregation and especially since a lot of the blacks maybe up to 50 60 percent won't take it and they just don't they they are just absolutely offended by being kept out of a place it just brings up too many more recent memories than any anything that happened to white people for sure for sure yeah they just associate segregation not even medical segregation just you're being kept out because you're your skin color color is more skeptical about any of the effects of this thing, and rightfully so. And then it just, and then they could just morph it into a a racist thing. Even if it doesn't, even if it does didn't originate as a racist thing, they could turn it into that. So that's where things can get uh, get some major opposition, which is good. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's, it's a it's a race to the finish line. That's the punchline here. It's a race to the waking up, and yeah. and again, when when people say the oh it can't be violent, let's not entertain that. They're they're poisoning us. That is as violent as it gets. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <sighs> and they might be doing and and the poison, and we're we're still trying to figure out how they're doing it. Mm-hmm. And it's. It's an, it's an, it could be a very insidious, slow poison, or if your health is already really fragile, it could just be much more catastrophic because you're already on the edge with all your other health problems and all your other medications. I'm pretty sure the guy at the drugstore isn't asking for your existing health conditions. You're not, no. it's no. not your doctor. The, the the pharmacist isn't asking for your medical records where he says, oh, you've got, you're on this, you're on this, you're on this, you're on this. A, a lot of senior people are on tons of meds already. Oh, yeah. They're on a huge cocktail. Who knows? You add one more little whatever it is to the cocktail, it might send your whole system flying. It's crazy. I want to get back to, because I know you're out of time. Yeah. I want to get back to the violence thing. 
Mm-hmm. We literally have the quote unquote president of the United States oh, whip, he's awful. whipping up yeah. a crowd to say, you can go kill, basically you can go kill anti-vaxxers. They're, they're trying to kill us. You can go kill them. You can go onto Twitter and you can see post after post after post that anti-vaxxers should be killed. They're never deleted. So it's okay yeah. to be violence, to threaten violence on that side. But if I bring it up because I'm like, hey, listen, they're trying to kill us. Maybe we should do something about that. Oh, then I get then I get blocked and censored. That is that just boggles my mind. You're the president of the United States whipping up a certain population to do harm to people like us who are savvy enough not to take a poisonous jab. That is beyond violent. But that's okay. I'll end with that. Yeah, Biden is just, he's just, a, it's just a joke at this point. And just, just the things he says, you, you can't even get through a speech without just finding a million problems with everything he says. The lawyer from the quash, he couldn't even get through a speech. It aggravated so many people, but he's also just as bad as the orange man bad at dividing people. 100%. And it's, it's, it, it seems a little more, unbelievable because he's supposed to be this nice old grandpa that doesn't offend anyone but he, he's he's even worse much worse who, who is biden worse because, than trump you're saying yeah he's worse than trump because you wouldn't oh. expect you're not expecting it we expect outrage from trump but biden is just saying so many inflammatory things it's it's that's usually how it's done. It's the guy that you don't expect to do it that does all the harsh things, like like go to war. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, I'm just looking at a Twitter feed for violence, vaccine passports, and yeah, there's tons of it. Tons, and and Twitter allows it. Right, they're happy to. <laughs> they're, they're yeah, they're. This is to help divide and create chaos in the nation, and what the result will be, we'll have to see. But if I dox the uh, you know an official from the IMF and say here's here's the guy who's who doing it is I will be doc I will be completely gone in seconds. Mm-hmm. So completely. they're allowing they're allowing a lot of this to percolate on purpose. On purpose, which is sort of like what George Soros and all his NGOs are are known to do, I suppose, mm-hmm. and allowed to do, mm-hmm. like BLM, that kind of thing. Burn it down. Leia, put a skid of bricks in front of a glass building. Just leave it there. See what? No. How can that? That should like end everything. That that revelation that he put the bricks there and that's what that should like end this all. But no, it just keeps going on and on like it never happened. Unreal. Yeah. All right, it is getting late. We're gonna have to wrap this up. It's uh, was. Thank you, uh, Marcus, for joining. Thanks for inviting me, Tim escapethenewnormal.com thanks to bob and he has well he he has electroverse.net it's not his site but he recommends electroverse.net i'm not quite on board with any climate change stuff but bob was laying a case and that's something he's very interested in but i'm it's it's not really my area of expertise i don't think marcus is into it either at the moment a lot a lot of fear porn there i don't i don't buy into it yeah and there's there's more immediate problems right now. We need oh, yeah. to get through yeah. way more, way All more. Right. Yeah, September twenty first, 
2021. We'll be back tomorrow at 8.30 with somebody. Somebody will be here. If it's, if it's not me, just going through the blog and fake YouTube. There's a lot of stuff, a lot of good stuff to talk about. All right. Have a good night and uh, see you tomorrow. Take care.